everybody. Before today's episode, I wanted to mention first that we have several new sponsors that we want you to check out. Go to our website, Bad Movies and Booze, and check out our sponsors. They have great, great deals, and you can even find discount codes on there. So go to Bad Movies and Booze and click on sponsor links to find out who our new sponsors are. You will be pleasantly surprised. Also, in this episode, there are a couple of clinking sounds that you'll notice, and that's just us drinking. We do realize that it didn't come through that well while we were recording, so it won't happen again. But the episode was good enough that we really didn't feel the need to record another full episode to clear out those clinking sounds. So we do apologize. We hope you still enjoy. And with that, on to the show. Thanks. Okay, what is this thing called? This is called the Devil's Margarita. I can tell that margaritas always have a tequila component. I'm not that much of a tequila drinker, but as far as this goes, this is pretty good. Yeah, so I am a tequila drinker. I absolutely love tequila. I can drink shots of tequila straight. Love it. This uh, Devil's Margarita has one um, one and a half ounces of tequila, three quarter ounce of lime juice, and three quarter ounce of simple syrup or agave syrup, whichever one you have. And then you mix that in a shaker with ice, pour it into a glass. And then this is the fun part. You have to take some red wine. You're going to cover the wine bottle with your finger and then lightly pour the wine. But you got to have a spoon. I'm sorry. You need a large spoon to cover the glass. Don't have a spoon that's so large that it's going over the glass. But you want to you want a nice size spoon. You're going to pour the wine on the back of the spoon slowly, very slowly until you have about a quarter inch of red wine in the glass. And it'll make this really cool layered effect. Um, And as for the taste, I absolutely love this. I'm going to let you know now I'm getting another. It's really good. It's sweet and tart. It's just absolutely tasty. I used, I can't remember the name of the tequila. It's it's just going to be tequila. Yeah. Tequila number one right now. (laughs) But yeah, we, it's some tequila we have in the house. I want to say it has, wait a minute. We're going to find out the name of the tequila. And it is. Cazadores Tequila Blanco. Yes. Cazadores Tequila Blanco. So it has a giant elk on the front of the bottle. It's pretty good tequila. Um, I'm usually an 1800 girl, but this is pretty good tequila as well. And I just went to the store and got some regular simple syrup. It says to use freshly squeezed lime juice, but I got some lime juice in in the fridge. That real lime in the fridge works just as well. And the red wine was something new. We had just found this bottle. Actually, up north, we have Acme Supermarkets. And we found this bottle. It's called 
Apothic Inferno. And it says it's been aged in whiskey barrels for 60 days. It has a bold, dark, fruity taste with maple and spice. So, so yeah, I enjoy maple and spice. I like sweet. I like spicy. It's a delicious wine. Yeah, it is really good wine. So that's our drink for today. And it's definitely something I'm going back to. Like I said, I'm making another one tonight. So stay tuned. Up next will be our review of Birdemic Shock and Horror. So now you get a big payday with a big stock option, huh? Yeah, I earned it. All those big deals I did with NCT. And millions of dollars of revenues and sales. Well, you've done a great job, Rod. Meet Rod. Hi. A young software salesman on his way to achieving his Silicon Valley dream. Meet Natalie, a beautiful young fashion model driven by passion. So how come you never made a pass at me in school? Throw true love into the equation and anything is possible. In other news today, the population of polar bears is declining rapidly. Hi, my name is Jerry Owens. I'm from Solar Power Accessories. This morning, flocks of seagulls and crows were found dead in downtown San Jose and along Highway 101. Hey, I thought I told you to stand back. These birds are contaminated. Rod, let's get out of here. Okay, so that was the trailer for Birdemic Shock and Terror. Um, yeah. I'm terrorized <laughs> already. Yeah, we were we were terrorized. So we Full disclosure, we saw this movie already. Twice. Yeah, this is the second time we saw it, Ugh. unfortunately. Ugh. I never want to see it again. <laughs> um, which is the same thing we said for last week, Velocipaster, which yeah. we watched twice. Yes. I feel like this is going to be our thing. We have to watch movies twice. Yeah. I I actually agree with that one. That's mm. going to be a bit um, concerning. Yes. Um, and yes, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bad Movies and Booze, the podcast where you have to wonder, what did we do in life to deserve such a profession in watching these terrible, <laughs> garbage, pale kid movies? Actually, we like laughing at the hysterics of these movies. Um, some of them, people actually thought that these were going to be good movies. No. Some of them, people thought that they were trying to be sarcastic or, um, you know, have fun with the movie, but it, it, they're not working so far. Not at all. So, for episode two, again, we watch Birdemic. Andrew, tell us about it. Ah, uh, good grief! What? How? How should I start this one? One point eight out of ten stars on IMDb. You know we're scraping the bottom of the barrel right here. A horde of mutated birds descends upon the quiet town of Half Moon Bay, California, 
kind of figured it was California when we saw the palm trees. Mm-hmm. With the death toll rising, two citizens managed to fight back. But will they survive Birdemic? This cast includes Alan Bach, Whitney Moore, Tippi Hedren. She's not in the movie. 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 And those <laughs> that don't know who Tippi Hedren is, she is the main actress of the famous movie The Birds. Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. Yes. Which is actually a good movie mm-hmm. and still stands up to this day. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Also, Adam Sessa, Catherine Bacha, Patsy Van Ettinger, and special guest, Damien Carter. Oh, my goodness. My man. He is my hero. Mm. He is my hero. No. <laughs> so we'll talk about Damien Carter in a second. Yes. All right. So this film opens up. We see a beach, see a little bit of mountains, and then we see this guy driving a blue Mustang. And he's driving it for a little bit too long. I don't know why it's taking so long mm-hmm. for this Mustang. I mean, it's it's driving forever. And then the screen is crooked. The whole yes. th- I don't know if the street is crooked. I don't know if the camera is crooked. I don't know what's crooked, but something's crooked. After about four minutes in this scene of him driving. Half Moon Bay, California. Yeah, he finally parks in this tiny town. This awesome metropolis. <laughs> it's very tiny. Uh. Um, so he goes into this restaurant. It's a little diner. Yes. And he sits at the first booth. And the poor lady who plays the waitress. <sighs> uh, they didn't pay her enough. I don't think they... I think they really just said, Hey, do you want to say these lines? Here are the lines. Here you go. And they told her that day she had no training whatsoever. Well, I don't think any of them did. Nah. But she, you can really tell, she she had no clue of anything that had to do with acting. It was blatantly terrible. But at the same time, you thought last week's Velocipastor was a $35,000 budget was bad. Yeah, buckle up, boys and girls. Yeah. $10,000. $10,000. 10 Gs. Yes. To make this movie. Yeah. So, anyway, Rod sits down. That's the main character. His name is Rod. He sits down, and he's staring at this lady who we find out is Natalie. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just staring at her, and she's cutting her food. And one thing I noticed that every time she cut her food, for some reason, she would open her mouth. Like, I, it was weird. But, anyway, she was doing it. She was cutting her food. She didn't eat a drop. Didn't eat anything. Just Pushed the plate to the side and got up and walked out the door. Didn't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Walked out the door. And Rod, yeah. looking at her like he's a creeper. Yeah. After she walks out the door, goes out the door himself, chases her down. Yes. They start this cringeworthy conversation. And he's saying, you know, he knows her from school. Um She's going to her audition for a modeling job. So no. No. He then asks, you know, for her number. She gives it to him. Um, so yeah. 
We also got to point out how bad the audio is. In oh this my movie. gosh! So the audio. So you know we are having audio problems. We're trying to get it together. This is episode two. Their <laughs> audio is worse than our audio. Our audio should be up for an Academy Award in comparison. Yes. <laughs> Their audio is really bad. So now we are sitting in Rod's house. Like he's supposed to be, I don't know, he's eating or something. So we're sitting in, in his house and he's watching, I mean, I'm sorry, he's watching a news story and it's talking about the polar bears and it's very in-depth yes. that we're listening to this about how the polar bears are dying and everything's heating up and they have to move north and things of that nature. We're guessing at this point that it must have something to do with the plot, of course. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so then we're watching him drive again and everything's cro crooked again. Yes. So he winds up eventually at a gas station and we know it's Cali gas. And anyone that lives in California <laughs> listening to this, please confirm this for us. $4.59 a gallon. Yeah. $4.59 a gallon? I've heard some of my Cali friends tell me that their gas was about that much. Is it that hard in California? Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. Oh, you need to come to the East Coast. Yeah. It's colder, but at least you'll save on gas. But if you go to Southeast, it's actually warm and... Gas is cheaper. It's like $2 a gallon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty That's, nice. That is nice. Yeah. I remember when it was one fifty, but I'm going to start sounding like an old man. Yes. I remember back yeah. in the day. <laughs> we used to push a wooden hole through a stick. What? Something. <laughs> See, you hear this little tinkling. That's uh, him drinking his bourbon on yes. ice. The bourbon is not bourbon enough for this crappy movie. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So it went from Rod filling up at the local Chevron. And mm -hmm. I'm probably not exaggerating. It actually probably was Chevron. I wasn't paying much attention. And um, we get flashed over to Little Miss Natalie, the fashion model, at oh a one-hour photo place. In a strip mall. She's in a strip mall at a one-hour photo this is where her audition for her modeling job is. I don't understand how that is. You would think you would go to some decent corporate place. Yeah. Get some top-notch nope. photographers. No, you have to go to the hour shop because, you know. Yes, where they also do passports and make photocopies and do your fa send your faxes for you if you need. Oh, don't forget those awkward family photos and also those weird photos where people are sitting down and it's super soft lighting. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, weird, the glamour shots. Yeah, those. <laughs> them. That's yeah. where she was. I don't even think they did glamour shots there. I think that would have been a little too classy. No, that would have been awkward shots. <laughs> so anyway, we're now in his office. We're in Rod's office. Mm -hmm. They're going back and forth between Rod and Natalie throughout this. Mm -hmm. So we're in Rod's office and he's talking about this sale that he's making. Closes this deal. He's talking to his friend and the deal is for a million dollars. Now these people are making million dollar sales and this office looks like amateur hour. It looks like amateur hour. It does. It's the office 
I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this office. It looks like if somebody was trying to scam you with an MLN, you know, multi-level marketing gig and someone and it was a serious pyramid scheme scam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looks like an office where somebody like that would be. Those are the clothes he he was wearing as well for somebody making million dollar deals. I just didn't understand it. It was like it was just a dress shirt, some khakis and shoes. But I mean, it was it no, but it was so big and baggy and not just he just didn't look put together for somebody doing million dollar deals. Right, you're making a million dollar deal. I'm looking for like a three piece suit, a tie bar. Something a little better than what he had on. Pell pin. I'm not looking for square. I'm, I'm looking, not for, looking for a three piece suit, but I want a monocle. No oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> so at this point, I start sitting up in my chair because everything's still crooked. I really don't think it's supposed to be crooked. We got dizzy. But everything got, is still crooked. We got so dizzy. And I might as well have taken my glasses off because everything was blurry too. Like there was some clear shots, but a lot of it was blurry. Uh, it was really bad. Uh, so now we're only, all this time we're talking here. We're only 13 minutes into the movie. Oh, He's back in the car. He's back in the, back in the damn car. See, now here's here's my problem. This is supposed to be birdemic. Now it's going to be called cardemic. Yes, oh my gosh. Because I've never seen anyone drive so much and just just burn 459 a gallon. He must have burned <laughs> that 459 a gallon. That's why he's making million dollar deals and has no clothes. Ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> See, now, now I got to do calculations. Oh my god! Fifty-nine a gallon. Let's say that Mustang takes about fifteen gallons. That's sixty-eight dollars and eighty-five cent. He probably burnt through three quarters of it by now. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he's always in the car. So mm. now he calls Natalie, and they're having another cringeworthy conversation. Super awkward. And he's asking her out on a date. They're supposed to be going out at <clears throat> six o'clock. He just left work. He's in the car. <laughs> They're supposed to be going out at 6 p.m. Remember this. Yes. So he goes to play basketball mm -hmm. with his friend. They have on different clothes and because they're playing basketball. And they're talking about how it's the heat. It's a heat wave in the middle of winter. Which was weird. Yeah. But whatever. Yes. Then there, he's talking about the date with his friend. His friend, of course, he's supposed to be the raunchy guy, whatever. Then he goes home. He has on again different clothes and he's sitting there's another news report and this one is talking about a wildfire and how there's going to be a green grand prix where everyone is going to have electric vehicles and things of that nature and driven by celebrities right at this point we're thinking i guess the birds are being affected by climate change we we still don't know yet so then all of a sudden, there's this guy who comes to the house and he's trying to sell solar panels. He's buying solar panels. We're talking about solar panels on the roof. We don't care where your solar panels are going. It adds nothing to the movie. But you know what? In a way, it does. It does tie in in a, in a, in a way. No. It does. No. Once once we get to that point, but we I have can to, guarantee you. No, we have to see, mm -hmm. oh, the solar panel is going to go right here on your roof. By Mr. Milan Lee, the solar panel salesman. 
No, he's, we, we don't need a, to know that they're going yeah. right there. We he's, don't. He's an MVP. Oh, my gosh. He needs to sell these things. Anyway. $20,000. We didn't need to know. Yes, $20,000. We $20, didn't need to know all that. $20,000 solar panel. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. It's still light outside. Remember. He, again. 6.30 date. 6 o'clock, I feel like. 6 o'clock? Or is yeah, it 6.30? I feel like it was 6 o'clock. Okay, 6 o'clock. Yeah. Well, it's, so, it's, 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 it's in the evening. Yeah, so he gets off of work. He changes his clothes to play basketball. He goes to the house. He has on different clothes again. Then he goes to the date. Don't forget, you have to put in the solar panel. Yeah, he talked about the the solar panels. And then he went on the date. Then he went on the date. (sighs) It's still light outside. How? What type of time warp bullshit is this? What time did he leave work? You know what? That's a good question. That I think that's the best question. Did he? And what, what, it's supposed to be winter. What are his hours? Yeah. So anyway, they're having their date. He sounds like he's reading from a script sitting mm-hmm. at this table. It's awkward. It's very awkward. Awkward. She asks him one of the lines in the movie. She says, why didn't you make a pass at me in school? And he said, I should have. I was too shy. And then she says, why don't you make a pass at me now? And he's like, I thought I did. And we're thinking the same thing. Like, you're on the date. He made a pass. What more do you want? Do you want him to get up and jump over there and, like, start making out with you? Well, there's something I want to say, but I'm not going to say it. don't say it. (laughs) I'm not going to say it, but I'm just going to say. Mm-mm. No. Are you looking for more aggression from this man? Probably. So that's that's me keeping it G-rated. Yeah. So anyway, they're dancing at the club and it mm-hmm. obviously looks like a green screen. Mm-hmm. And it's only them two dancing. So then we start seeing these birds. Three green parakeets. This CGI <clears throat> on this film. Mm. I mean, for $10,000... Can't expect much. You can't expect much. But this Alfred Hitchcock's birds look 10 times better. Even if you were to put Alfred Hitchcock's birds in a movie today, they would look better than what these things did in this movie. They Uh, were really, really bad. They were. Has anyone ever seen parakeets hover in place looking like they're pollinating flowers? Yeah, that's what it looked like that's exactly what it looked like horrible so then that's done Mm -hmm. so now the ceo they're back in the office again and the ceo of the company says that they sold the company to oracle and everybody's clapping but it's like they start clapping and then there's a pause and then the same clapping is like they just keep recycling the same clapping sound Awkward. And you keep seeing like different people. You see three different people and then another three people clapping. And it's it's very unnecessary. And they start talking about how everybody's going to have a whole lot of money now. I hope they have enough money to buy some better clothes. I'll tell you that damn much. Yeah. Then they go on a double date with Rod's best friend Mm -hmm. who happens to be dating Natalie's best friend. How they don't know this, how they didn't never met each other before this. I don't know, but hey, they go on a double date and the movie they go see is an inconvenient truth. So of course, yes, now we know we have solidified this movie is about climate change. Yes. 100%. There it is. And that's where the solar panel comes in. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it ties in. I mean, I mean, I know 
was yeah. so that's why the but why yeah. did we have to hear so much about it and where it was going to go on his roof? Who cares? You need to adjust no. the proper angle in order to get the right no. amount of sunlight to hit the panel. No. So <clears throat> then with Rod's newfound money because the company sold and now they got all these stock options or whatever. Mm-hmm. He opens a green tech company and is pitching his new so his different solar panels that will be better and more cost efficient for everyone. He's pitching these and he gets a deal for $10 million. Yippity do. Put some of that 10 million towards his budget in the movie. <laughs> now him and Natalie are out on another date. Here we go. And they're at a pumpkin festival, an art and pumpkin festival. Mm. That's supposed to be scheduled October 13th to the 14th. So it's one of these two days. But here's the thing. It's supposed to be a heat wave in the middle of the winter. October 13th through 14 is winter time in California. Obviously. It must be. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. There's still no killer birds. Nope. And I'm kind of getting upset about this because, I mean, movie's birdemic. Where yes. the bird? Then they start walking to the beach. Mm-hmm. And you can hardly <clears throat> hear anything they're saying because, like I said, sound quality is horrible. And all you hear is the wind and the waves from the beach. I mean, at least they're walking on an actual beach mm-hmm. and it's not a green screen. Yeah. But hey, they're walking on the beach. Then you see the fakest dead eagle on the ground. Man. I mean, it looks like they might as well had done a cartoon eagle. I think <laughs> a cartoon eagle would have looked better on the ground than whatever this thing was. Yeah. And for some reason, Natalie wanted to touch it. Rod told her, don't touch it because it might be vicious. How is a dead it's, bird it's, vicious? It's dead. It's a dead bird. See, this is why I say my bourbon is not bourbon enough. Yeah. Because I had to drink bourbon then and I'm drinking bourbon now talking about this mess. Can't be vicious. Ain't this a trip? So then they go and see... Her mom, they go and see Natalie's mom, who is one of the best actors in the whole entire movie. She's the MVP. Her and one other person. Yes. They. She's one of the best actors in the movie. Mm-hmm. Then they go out dancing. They go out to eat at this place and they start dancing. And there's this guy. Mr. Damien Carter singing his hit single, Just Hanging Out. Here's a little piece of it for you. Yes, it is. Hanging out with my family. Having ourselves a party. Charles walks in with the beer. And his baby says, hey, dear. Can you go talk to Melvin? He's making out at the pier. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. I, once upon a time, used to take instrumentals from other rap artists and musical talent, I was able to write something 10,000 times better than this. And those that have had the opportunity to hear what I did, they could say that mine was better as opposed to what he did. I don't know what he was doing. mm. So Rod and Natalie get up and start dancing and Natalie, <laughs> these dance moves, <laughs> I don't know what song she was listening to, but it kept changing tempo. 
Yes, it did. She would do one thing and then all of a sudden she would be like pop locking. I don't know. Then they were doing the robot. It was bad. It was all over the place. These two. Jesus Christ. They end up going to a motel. And of course, you know. You will never find. (laughs) And this is where you see Tippi Hendren. On the screen, in the background, why they have her in the credits of the movie, I don't know. It had to be a deal that they broke her. Yeah. Something. Just to say that she was in the movie. Yes. So, so we're already, we're 46 minutes into this movie. 46 minutes, 59 seconds. 46 minutes and 59 seconds. It's all peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. They're showing everything outside. It's super, super quiet. And then all of a sudden, 4701. All hell breaks loose. These damn birds. The birds are everywhere. Oh, God. The birds are. There's fire in different places. All you hear is all these birds squawking. And they're falling out of the sky, but they sound like. Yeah, like they sound like 1940 cartoon bombs. Nose diving. Yes. What? Of course, they explode when they hit something. Why are birds exploding? Can, can someone explain to us? And when I say exploding, I mean fire exploding. Like hits the target and boom. Just combust. Like a bomb. Like they're bombs. Why and how is there a scientist listening to this (laughs) that can explain this shit? Explain it to me. Anybody can explain it. I need you to explain this to me drunk. Yes. Because this makes no damn sense. And so then the the birds are still, they're still these CGI things. They start flapping in place in front of the motel window, staring into the window. And they're really looking like, come at me. Like, we're we're coming in there to get you. And so they start trying to barricade themselves in the room because they hear the birds and they look out the window. And then they hear the window cracking. So... (laughs) So these got, idiots. Uh you got Natalie in her her blue Victoria's Secret undies. And oh yeah. We forgot. Yeah. She got oh, right. a that job uh-huh. from her strip mall photos. Uh-huh. She landed a job as a cover girl for Victoria's Secret. How? Did Victoria's Secret, did the actual true real Victoria's Secret approve? Of their good name to be plastered in this movie. We don't know. It's I, a secret. Look, I say the answer is no. Gotta I mean, ask Victoria. Look, ten, mm, <laughs> look it's a $10,000 budget. You know if they went to Victoria's Secret to ask for their endorsement, you know they would have said no. Um, and they sure. did it anyway, and they're probably getting sued out the wazoo. Probably not. Doubt it. Doubt unless it. Victoria's Secret points it out. Unless someone points it out to Victoria's Secret. I know. I don't know. So allow me to volunteer. No. <laughs> so they're barricading themselves in the room, mm-hmm. but they put their mattress up against the window, but they only put it up against half of the window. And they're like, oh, okay, this would be great. What about that top half? Yeah, like the birds are just gonna be like, Oh, I can't get through up here. No. 
Then again, we have seen birds fly into perfectly clean glass. Very, so. But still, if these are supposed to be angry, evil angry. killer birds. Oh, oh, angry birds? Angry birds. Angry birds. I think that movie is probably better. Yes. We might need to, we need to put that on the list. Mm. All right. <clears throat> so then the birds go away all of a sudden. Yes. For no reason. They go run. They don't knock on any doors. They leave their room and they start running down the hall in the like the motel they only check one door they knock on this door and there's of course a couple in there they're Ramsey and Becky yes they say you know they need a ride Ramsey is like oh well I have a van we can get in my van here let's take these hangers and all walk out in a circle with our backs against each other so that we can Protect ourselves from the birds. Motel hangers to beat off birds. Yes. Yes. To beat off killer birds. Greatest idea ever. Yes. So then they go over to the van. The birds, of course, are coming. Squawking and screeching. Yes. And, and they're looking, all in front of them in the van. Horrible. Flapping in place. I want to see a bird just sit and flap in place. Yes. Like an actual bird. Hummingbird. That's the only one that can do it, as far as I can tell. As far as I know. We as need to look we, that up. We need, yeah. We'll look that up. I mean, yeah. Then they get into, they finally are able to get into Ramsey's van. Ramsey has guns, like all these guns in the back of his van. And he starts shooting out the window. <clears throat> he gives Natalie a gun. Jeez. And this poor lady... She never handled a gun in her life. Oh, my gosh. Not once. Not even practice. Like, I really think they were just like, here, you do whatever you need to do. Act like you know what a gun is. They they were pressed for time, so they couldn't just, you know, do that. No, no takes. Mm. Just do it this one time, and that's it. So, they're shooting out the window. Of a rusted out A-team van. Yes, They see these cars on the side of the road. Ramsey says, there's dead people on the side of the road. Let's go see if there are any survivors. Well. But there's dead people on the side of the road. Yeah. How do you see that they're dead if they're in their car? You know what? And they're like down the road. Down the road. Down the road. Yeah. And they're able to see dead people in their cars. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that uh, unless he has some Superman eyes, yeah, or he ate a whole lot of carrots, yeah, there's no way in hell. No, so they find a little girl who's hiding under one of the cars, and a little boy who is in the trunk of another car, and they're still alive. So goodness, yeah. So they put them in the van. Ramsey's shooting at the birds again, and they're falling out of the sky like a bad game of duck hunt. Yes. And it sounds like, it's like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) All you need is the little laughing dog. (laughs) It really sounded like duck hunt. It was bad. So then nobody on the roads, like there's people just driving along. Like it's a normal day. Yep. Nobody has any urgency. And it's more than likely because nobody knew that there was an actual low budget movie filming on the side of the road right next to them. Right. 
because that's exactly how they're driving. So they go and get sandwiches and water. <laughs> then the birds come again while they're in the store getting the sandwiches and the water. Right. Then they go and drive to a picnic area and eat. They get out of the car, go to the picnic area, mm-hmm. sit down. Like it's a Sunday, like it's a regular day. Instead of sitting in the van and eating in the van and driving away. That sounds too much like right. I guess. But, you know, you need the fresh air. No. You do. Open a window. No. Open a window. That's not going to work. Your sandwich is going to fly into your face. Whatever. <laughs> no. I'm going to open a window while we're driving down the street. See if your food flies into your face. Yeah. And you'll <laughs> have an angry husband. So there you go. I know. <clears throat> I mess up anything that has to do with food and you. Yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. You would never believe it as small as he is, but he will eat you out of house and home. <laughs> anyway, they see this guy who's on a bridge. Yeah. He tells them stand back because the birds that are dead mm-hmm. have bird flu virus. Oh my god. They still are going over to him. Natalie and Rod, he says, stand back. The birds have the bird flu virus. Natalie and Rod still walk over to him. With this awkward as hell walk. Oh my gosh. We never seen walking like this in existence. <laughs> I mean, I understand. I actually have. I know somebody who walks like that. Oh. I won't say who because uh, they might listen. Uh, <laughs> but either way, I mean, I understand that you're acting. I do. But can you act like you have some damn to give when you're walking? Nope. No, I guess not. So anyway, they're talking to the guy who's on the bridge. Mm -hmm. He decides, they say, yeah, he'll come talk to them at the picnic area. We find out he's Dr. Jones and he all of a sudden breaks out into this huge PSA about global warming. That's why the birds are sick. He's not scared of the birds. He's not worried about them. He's only worried about the humans and the greenhouse gases and all the other stuff because this movie is all about climate change and global warming. Yep. Yeah. There's our whole tie-in, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So then, (laughs) so then, Becky Mm -hmm. has to go take a shit. (laughs) Natalie walks with her. <laughs> Becky goes to squat down <laughs> and a bird knocks her over, comes out of nowhere and knocks her over and kills her. Can, can we talk about that for a hot minute? Because the way that <laughs> this thing went down, <laughs> copping a squat in between some bushes. Yes. And the next thing you know, this CGI bird just flings his ass right to her and the way she fell it looked like it was the best connection oh, in the was, movie ever it was almost better than the football tackle man it was really it was gorgeous it was crazy it was gorgeous so then natalie with her horrible shooting mm. is trying to shoot the bird that was on like he's on top of becky killing her i'm pretty sure that Becky died because Natalie probably shot her. She's a bad shot. She could not shot. So then she runs to the van to tell the guys that Becky died. She tried to help. What do you mean she did? Yeah. Then Ramsey runs over, sees that his lady love is gone. 
There should have been bullet holes in her so he could blame Natalie for her poor shooting. Yeah. So then there's this bus. It's a very random bus scene. It has nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. They're driving up and they say there's people that are on this bus that need help. Again, how do they see these people? Question. But they're on the bus. People need help. Rod and Ramsey decide to go and help the people. Mm-hmm. The people don't want to get off the bus because the birds are outside and the birds are screeching and squawking. Screeching, yeah, and flapping and flapping in place at the windows <laughs> of the bus, staring at the people. And so they're trying to, they're like, no, I'm not going out there. They're going to kill me. So Ramsey and Rod drag the people off the bus or Ramsey drags the people off the bus. He tells Rod to cover him. So Rod's at the van shooting Mm. and Ramsey and the three people that they force off of the bus all of a sudden get splashed with this green slime stuff. It's like one of the birds exploded and all this green slime stuff splashed them and it starts burning them. You dick. Good old bird sploosh. And that's what kills them. So now they're on the ground and they're dead Mm. because of this random green stuff that we didn't see at any other point in the whole entire movie. Mm -hmm. So they're all dead. Ramsey, the three people are dead. Yeah. Rod and Natalie and the kids are back in the van. They're trying to get some gas. They go to the gas station, try and get some gas. Looking like a happy family. Yeah. So the guy at the gas station who is just standing there like, okay, I'll sell you some stuff. He says, because of the eagle attack, the phones are dead because Rod wants to use the phone. Said because of the eagle attack, the phones are dead. I don't understand how. So then he says he needs gas. Mm -hmm. And the clerk says, again, because of the eagle attack, gas is now $100 a gallon. Kiss my ass. So they're like, what? He's like, what do you mean? That's a ripoff. Yes, it is. He's like, I don't have that much cash. And he's like, I'm sorry. That's all I can do. I don't have that much gas left. It's $100 a gallon. Man. So then Rod hands the clerk a credit card. There's no communication. The phones aren't working, but you can use a credit card. You know what? I looked at that scene. This is the second time I saw that scene. Mm -hmm. You're charging $100 a gallon Mm -hmm. for a little bit of gas. Mm -hmm. You don't have no damn phone. Mm -hmm. But somehow you have electricity and enough electricity to run a credit card purchase. Well, it's not even the electricity for the credit card. A lot of them run on phone lines, (sighs) especially back then. (sighs) Especially during the time that this movie was filmed, a lot of credit card machines ran on phone lines. Which, by the way, was 2008. So we know it was was around October 13th, 14th of 2008. So we had $4.59 a gallon gas, which jumped up to $100 Mm -hmm. a gallon because Mm -hmm. of eagle attacks. Yeah. So anyway, they're out filling up the gas, filling up the tank. And of course, the birds are coming back and the birds are exploding mm. the gas tanks. We're, we're just waiting for the gas station to blow up, but yeah. it's, it's not going to happen. It doesn't blow it's up. It's a low budget movie. Yeah. Then they're driving along. Mm-hmm. They see some guy. They try and be nice. The uh. guy tries to rob them. He pulls out a gun because he's like, he needs some gas. He needs to buy the gas. And they tell him they only got this little bit of gas for $100 a gallon. And the guy is like, oh, well, I only have $50. He said, they're like, sorry, I can't give you any gas. And so he pulls out his gun. 
He tries to rob them. He takes the gas can from out of the back of the car and starts backing up away from his truck. And then a bird comes swooping again out of nowhere. Clips the neck. And cuts his neck and he dies. They get back in the van. Rod gets back in the van and drives off, leaving both the dead man's gun and the gas that the dead man stole. See, with us being people of color, we know an opportunity when we see it. Yeah. We got the gun and the gas. Yeah. Me personally, I would have patted his pockets and got that $50 too. <laughs> exactly. So they get out with the kids. They get out of the van. They walk over to a creek to get water. Even though in this time that they were driving, they purchased a 36 pack of water and two gallon bottles. Why do they need more water already? Anyway, while they're getting water, they meet this guy, this creepy looking guy who's staring at him. He says he's a tree hugger. Yes, he is. And he starts another global warming PSA. He loves his trees. He's not scared of the birds. It's the people that he's scared of and how they're cutting all the trees down. And there's a drought and all this other stuff. So he's another PSA. But mm -hmm. his PSA is interrupted because he hears a growling. And he says, oops, there's a mountain lion. I got to get back. So there ends the climate change lesson. And he <clears throat> runs away and they start running, but they're lost in the woods. And they run into a bad CGI forest fire. Oh, Jesus, man. The forest fires popping up in different places. And then it goes away mm. all of a sudden. And then they drive off and they come up to a car and they see that it's their best friend's that are dead in the car. I'm still trying to figure out how the birds are getting inside the cars and slicing people's necks. Easy. The windows were rolled down. While they were eating sandwiches. While they were eating sandwiches and <laughs> drinking gallons of water. <clears throat> oh, so then they run out of gas. Yep. And they go out to a beach. <laughs> oh, God. And they start fishing. Ugh. Rod starts fishing. He tells Natalie to collect seaweed because this is what they're going to eat because the kids need food. But the kids. The ungrateful bastards. They <laughs> say they want Happy Meals. Where the, where, where, where the fuck are we getting a Happy Meal? Yeah. Where? Do you see golden arches somewhere? Yeah. They want Happy Meals. You ain't getting shit. You better eat this fish. <laughs> and of course the birds come back. <laughs> oh my God. And they ran out of bullets. And they're in the van, and the birds start attacking the van. And one of the bad CGI birds mm. lands on the front of the van and is dead. <laughs> Ain't this some shit? I got these no appreciating ass kids, and I got to deal with these damn birds and laying up on my freaking dashboard? Yeah. This is crazy. Then out of nowhere, out of the clear blue, <clears throat> these other random birds come along. They look like doves. Know if they were doves or seagulls, but they were white. And they they were, were white pretty. birds. They were big white birds. They could have been pelicans, for all we know. Yeah, nobody ever says. They're just these big white birds. Birds, <laughs> and they come along and they chase the evil birds away, and then that's the end. <sighs> I don't understand why the white birds weren't affected by climate change. You know what? That's a good question. Why were all the other birds affected by climate change? Why were the eagles and the vultures affected by climate change? Are they black and brown? See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I had, I had, I had to go there, but you know, and the white, <clears throat> and the white, and the white birds, savior birds, white savior birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about that. No, we're not going to think about that. <laughs> I already did. Oh my gosh! So we, that oof. was birdemic shock and terror. We we made it through the thing. We made it through. Oh jeez. If you want to watch it, feel free. I'm not going to tell you to watch it. <laughs> um, I wouldn't tell anyone to watch it. But if you, like one of our friends said, that's one where you go and get a lot of sweets, a lot of food, quite a few friends, and you all watch together and have a good laugh. Laugh and cry. Yeah. For me, it was a movie. I do not smoke anything. I don't enjoy the happy grass that's fine <laughs> hey i know people out there we know people out there that love that type of thing yeah. so hey do you do you, do you. I'm, is not me <clears throat> not however me however while watching this movie i kind of thought i needed it i would too i kind of thought i needed yeah. it just to get through it it's that kind of movie uh-huh so if you would like to watch bird Demet, um you can rent it on Vudu, V U D U, we rented it for two ninety nine. They have a two ninety nine and a three ninety nine option. I don't think either is better. So yeah, at least the difference is once you start the two ninety nine, once you start it up, you have forty eight hours to complete it. Yeah. Um. But then <clears throat> it showed us something that we're going to watch next week. Uh... So be prepared because for free on Vudu. Is Birdemic 2. Uh, we are going to watch and torture ourselves. Yes. Watching Birdemic 2. And we'll come to you next week with that. Uh, so be prepared. And it's the same dude. It's the same. It's the, it's the same Rod. Rod and Natalie. Rod and Natalie? Yeah. Oh, and We'll gee. see who else is in it as well. Hey, how are you? I wonder if the kids are in it. You know what? That's actually a good question. Yeah. Are they going to get their damn Happy Meals and can shut the fuck up? Get your Happy Meals. Shut yes. the fuck up. Sit in the back of the rusted out van. Yes. That we got from these people that died. Damn. All right. Okay. So that's it. Yes. Make sure you tune in next week. Yes, indeed. Next week, Birdemic 2. And um, we need something stronger. We do. We need something stronger than bourbon. Yes. I think, actually, maybe I should get the Jack Daniels single barrel. Look, it's a three-digit proof. All we need is one shot. We're going to be good. Yes. We take that shot five minutes before the movie. It's going to be through our body. And next thing you know, we hit the play button. We're just going to veg out. So, yep. So, as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our podcast. We surely appreciate it. Share our information. Share our shows. And... Let us know what you think. Yes. And as always, drink responsibly. And cheers. cheers.